We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, election day coming up. Let's get a question in quick for Bob Stefanowski while we've got a minute here. Mark in Farmington. Hi, Mark. Hello, just wanted to hear Bob's thoughts on uh, how we get not just employers who are really not interested in our policies coming back to the state, but if we can't keep the population or we can't grow the population because of high cost and property taxes, then obviously those things are linked because employers go where, where there's a workforce, mm-hmm. and if our workforce is going other places, you know, it's hard to bring them back uh, together for us. So how do we attack that and finally get over? Because it seems as though the capital just doesn't get it. Well, thanks, Mark. There's a lot in there. I think uh, first keeping companies here, um, there's something called an unemployment insurance loan, which was taken out during COVID and and small and mid-sized businesses being saddled with that right now. It's about $400 million. We're going to pay that off. We're going to use the COVID slush fund, I call it, that the governor has, which is over $6 billion dollars and give that relief. I don't get the decision to not, like, why would you, that that's something they took on the chin, companies did. Yes. Because the governor decides he wants to shut down the state's economy. <laughs> right. Why are they responsible for that money? They, they shouldn't be. And, and, and every single, well, not every single, but most states, that's exactly what the COVID relief fund money was meant to do, to reimburse companies who put their own money out there to pay people that they had to lay off. So these poor companies, they did the right thing, and many of them kept their payrolls higher than they should have been, So, particularly restaurants who kept workers that they arguably didn't need. Mm-hmm. Now we've got $6 billion slush fund, that, that, that's our money, and I'm going to pay it back, and that's going to take a lot of pressure off small and mid-sized business in our state. It's a very interesting dynamic. Ned wants to keep $6 billion of tax overpayments for him to use if times get rough. Instead of saying the people should have that money in case time right. times get rough, like they they could well, be out spending money and keeping the economy. Yeah. No, no, I want the six billion here so we can make sure the government stays whole. Well, I said it in the debate last night. I trust. Who would you rather have spend? I, I'm suggesting we give three billion of it back. It's about two thousand dollars per per household. But who would you rather have spend three billion dollars? The people of Connecticut themselves or Ned Lamont? Yeah, that's what this comes down to. And, and they're going to spend it much more responsibly than he will. He'll give it away. He'll give it to Orsted and Eversource on the state peer project. He doesn't know how to manage money. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll take more calls for Bob Stefanowski. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. 
Bob Stefanowski is here. We just had a couple of phone lines open up if you want to jump in and ask a question, make a comment. 860-522-9842. And let's go to RJ calling next for Bob. Hey, RJ. Hey, Todd. Listen, I'm sorry about the uh, little mishap yesterday. I didn't know my call was not going to be screened first. But you, you just uh, why mean, don't move move on to uh, the moment? Okay, so I would like to say this. Um, I'm going to say it blatantly, Governor Stefanowski. Uh, you have my vote. Thank you, RJ. And, and I have listened to you every time you've been on the program, even on uh, Pastor Will, and so forth. And my wife. Just want to let you know my wife is going to vote tomorrow because she is hoping for a red wave. <laughs> That's pretty okay. exciting. And I got to say something to you. You know, as a unaffiliated independent voter, you sent us an invite to your home uh, to just uh, meet you, and that was fantastic for us. We were very excited. So you have our vote, and uh, I pray for you. In our town, it's all red. I just hope that you can beat the Bridgeports, the New Havens, and the Hartfords, okay? Well, RJ, first of all, thank you for that. And if you can get a few more people out tomorrow, that would really help. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, Brian. Yes, I appreciate that. And uh, independent voters, it's going to make the difference in Connecticut. We're outnumbered two to one, Democrat to Republican. Fortunately for everyone this year, independent voters are going heavy towards Republicans because of things like education, because of things like crime, and Republicans have a much better plan to deal with it. And I think that's going to win not, not only my race, but the Leora Levy's of the world and, and the George Logan's and the Mike France. This could, Todd, this could be monstrous tomorrow, this win for Connecticut. Well, we hope so. RJ, thank you for your support. Hey, Todd, yeah? can I say one thing? Yes, sir. You're going to start hearing from me regularly. Well, good. All right. That sounds awesome. So right, God bless. we're both picking up a voter here. I like okay. it. <laughs> Thank you, RJ. Appreciate the call. 860-522-9842. Tom in Berlin. Hi, Tom. Hey, Todd. Hello. Uh, hello, Mr. Stefanowski. Hi, I Tom. Say, you can call I, Bob, I, to, I think. I went, my, I went to my first rally on Saturday, and it was amazing. And I took what you said, Bob, in the rally about how everything is so expensive. You're going to work to make it less expensive, neighborhood safer work control for parents, business friendly for the state, and turn the state around. I said, you know what? I gotta take what Bob said to heart. He said, get the vote out. So I went to my contact list on my cell phone. I've got hundred and fifty names. I've got people I haven't talked to in two or three years. I'm sending texts to them and saying, Support Bob, get out and vote. People I haven't talked to in three years to call me back or text me back saying, Tom, we're with Bob. We can't wait to vote for him. So I'm I'm just excited. I I know you can do this and you're the person we need to lead this state. I've, I've lived my whole life. I'm 67 years old. I've got kids. I teach middle school kids every day. I want a better future for them. Well, Tom, that means a ton to me. And, and the fact that you went and did that, imagine if every, we probably had 450, 500 people at that rally. This is the Christie event. Right? Yeah, imagine if everybody did what you did. That's like, we only lost by 40,000 votes last time. That's probably 10,000 votes right there. <laughs> I know. So I so really appreciate you doing it. 
And I, I appreciate I, what you're doing for the state, Bob. Well, it's, and uh, I don't, I don't rarely ask for it, but it's so important. And I can tell you, I've never, Todd, I have never worked for anything this hard in my life. I, I can honestly say that. I've oh, yeah. never put this much blood, sweat, tears into any project as much as this one. And and when I meet people across Connecticut that are struggling, that's what it's all about. So I need your listeners to get out tomorrow. That's all I'm asking. I don't really believe you when you say that, though, because I have a feeling this is just what you do with every project that you have. You work like an animal and outwork everybody else because you are. We've worked I can, hard. I can we tell because your hard. staff is always dragging, you know, these well, these they, people in they, their they 20s have a, trouble keeping up with well, you. we got Elizabeth here today. She's a terror. She doesn't sleep at night. <laughs> she doesn't so. look like such a terror. She's, she's pretty mellow. Points me in the right direction, and that's what I do. Right, we got a great staff. Let's try uh, Pete in East Hartford. Hi, Pete. Hey, good afternoon. Am I speaking to the future governor? Hello, Pete. How are you? Governor-elect, hopefully, tomorrow. Okay. Um, Bob, um, I'll call you Bob since you're not governor yet. Yes, please. Um, I... I like you. I don't love you, and I'll tell you why I don't love you. Okay. Okay. First of all, I love John Rowland, but anyhow, um, that's enough of that. Um, the reason I like you instead of love you is because of last time you didn't fight to the end. There, they stole it. They stole the election last time. The inner cities. They played games. I know it was before the, you know, the the the. This, you know, everything that's been going on with um, the way things are, especially with Trump. But um, you are you going to, if there's the same games played this time around, are you going to fight to the end? Absolutely. We've got, uh, we've done a lot more this time. You learn a lot as a first-time candidate. We've got over 150 people as poll workers. So we're going to have people inside the building helping check people in, helping monitor this stuff. We've got attorneys ready that 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 night for tomorrow night if you remember in 2018 they were putting students on buses at yukon and they were blessing them and saying go vote and by the way yeah. vote democrat that was a big thing last it time. was we're going to file an injunction if that happens i owe it to the people to connecticut to fight really really hard to make sure this is a fair election that's what we're going to do Absolutely. And a lot of people like me are out here and we really, really were disappointed in, in the end last time. And the fact that you didn't take it to the finish line. Um, this time we expect it. And um, Wednesday morning, hopefully be waking up to, to a new governor in Connecticut. I think we are. And I appreciate your support. Please spread the word. Get people out tomorrow. That's all we can do at this point. I'm not going to wish you luck because you don't need it because you are who you are. Well, thank you, my friend. Appreciate that. And Pete, buddy. thanks for holding his feet to the fire there. Appreciate that. 860-522-9842. Bob Stefanowski is here. We're taking your calls. Ben Proto, the head of the Republican Party, will join us in a few minutes. And uh, let me just make sure we get everybody in order here. Bob in Torrington. Hi, Bob. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Bob. Hey, uh, Todd and, Bo uh, Todd and uh, Bob, it sounds like a cocktail drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Stefanowski, I've got one thing that I'd like to ask you that I don't hear anybody speaking about, and that's the uh, Family Affordable Care Act. Yes. Where they take 0.5% out of your paycheck. Yes. And my concern is that's going to go up again at some point, but my very big concern is there are going to be, well, I'm sure there are already have been, because once they instituted it, so many people came out there and filed for it. And it is the most easiest thing to take the freaking summer off when you pass something like this where they take 
out of everybody's paycheck, and I have no control over it, nor will I ever have the ability to recoup any of that money. Yeah, it's I don't know a, if it's, it's something uh, that you're still, if, if it's still going to be uh, uh, in, uh, uh, still have uh, on the books there, or if it's something to be addressed. Like I say, I haven't heard anybody speak about it. And personally, between you and me, it really galls me that somebody takes money out of my paycheck for for somebody that uh, uh, can find any excuse to uh, stay home. Now, I don't have an argument with somebody with a um, a serious illness, which I've already gone through. Um, that's good. I was very fortunate because the employers that I had took care of me. But I think if you allow the employers to take care of the employees in a situation like that, I would think would be a better. You know what would be uh, best of all, though, Bob. I'm sorry to interrupt, but if no, if, go ahead, if, if um if ever if government didn't make up these stories about special things they had to tax us for which they only do so they can divert more money out of our pockets and into theirs, then we, we would have huge amounts of money to be able to pay for everything we need. Uh, and, and that's the road we're going down right now. Well, I'm, I'm concerned as well. We're going to look at it because I do think that 0.5% is probably not going to be enough. Well, of course that's, not. that's just another tax. And we've got the most liberal program, I think, in the entire country. You don't even need to be an issue with one of your relatives. It could be a friend. It could basically any excuse works. Yes, Pat. They, they built a, I, they built a I, huge I, I, bureaucracy around it. They've got a whole organization now. So I'm going to look into it because I do not want that 0.5 going up one dime. I didn't, I didn't even want it from the start. No, it, I, yeah, I hear it you. It absolutely appalls me. That well, that's all right. Gonna, that you take money out of my paycheck for for this slush fund, and we, as we know, as Todd plays very, very many times, that little uh, blip about every single penny goes to pay the pensions and everything else. <laughs> yeah, the, the I'm Dan sure that's where money's going. Oh, absolutely, Bob. Thank you so much for the call. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Every single cent and more. We've got next Chuck in Enfield for Bob Stefanowski. Hi, Chuck. Thanks for taking my call. Bob, um, you got to stay connected to the people. Promise me you'll, um, you'll call in, talk to Todd, you know, once a month, whenever you get the time, and, and find out what our true needs really are. Because, you know, right now people are thinking about eating and heating with the cost of everything, but our needs are going to change as you straighten the state out. Um, please stay connected to the people, buddy. I will. I That I promise you. And Todd and I have become... Really good friends over the last four weeks. I'll come on this show anytime you want me to. I want to hear from people. I don't want to be isolated up in that building. In fact, I don't even want to spend any time in the Capitol building. I work for you when I win. You guys are deciding who you want to be your CEO for the next four years. And when we win, I work for you. I'm not going to forget that. I promise you that. What can I say? I mean, that, 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 you know, it's so nice to hear that. Because um, it's like a golden temple up there. They're so removed from what the people of Connecticut need, and um, I think I think Todd's a, a really good representation of you know having this forum where we can call and talk and 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 be civil and you know get many different ways. He even he even he even encourages Democrats to call and get their point across, and it's. Um, it's enlightening to hear it. You, you guys are it. paying the bills. You guys they are don't. paying the taxes. You have a right to know what's happening <laughs> to the money. You have a right to have input into it. We've got it backwards in Connecticut. We feel Absolutely. like we work for government. 
Absolutely. I work for you. Always. I need to be accessible to you, and we need to be held accountable by, which, by you. Which, by the way, Chuck, I don't think Bob even needs uh, cajoling on because no. his—that's your natural Absolutely. state of mind. And you didn't grow up like some other people who no. had a Fort Knox in the basement. Nope, nope. Uh, sob story. I, I, my 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 bedroom was a walk-in closet. Which was fine until I grew to be six feet, and then I had to curl up my feet. Governor Lamont's great grandfather <laughs> founded J.P. Morgan, and I'm growing up in a closet. Yeah, well, you got the best of it. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's much better to have your upbringing than his. I, I mean, well, you you know what it's like to work hard. You know what it's like to not be able to make a rent payment. You know what it's like to not be able to go out to dinner every night. And Governor Lamont's never had to experience that. So his solution to every question is throw money at it. Yes, and, and that's not the right answer. Yes, and it's always somebody else's money. Exactly. Bill next on WTIC for Bob Stefanowski. Hey, Bill. Uh, hi, thanks for taking my call, Todd. Uh, Bob, you had a, um, uh, a, a thought process last time uh, when, you, um, when you ran, uh, you know, four years ago. Yes. Uh, that there was a lot of dead real estate that the state owned, mm. and all it was doing was being taxed, and nobody was even renting the space, and you were going to sell those buildings. Is that still part of the, the, the idea? Of well, the- yeah, whether it's sell, whether it's turn it into affordable housing, whether it's to develop it. But we can't afford to have all that valuable land and buildings sitting on the books doing nothing. Yeah, it's I, a good I, investment. I remember reading something, well, it was like $436 million worth of dead real estate or something like of that. Of course we should be yeah. making the most out of that. We should do that rather than raise taxes. I yeah, mean, well, it's yeah. not as easy as raising taxes because all they need to do is change a bill, but absolutely we're going to monetize that, uh, that you just you, you wonder... Why they wouldn't do anything with even even in, you know even Howdy Doody when he doesn't have the strings on, you would think he would be smart enough to do that also. But they just don't. They you don't know do why? Anything. You know why? And I hate to be cynical. It's a lot easier to just throw another percent on food like Governor Lamont did, or institute a truck tax. Selling that real estate is hard work. Yeah, somebody's actually got to work. Yeah. And and I don't mind rolling up my sleeves. I'll do it myself if I have to. We're going to uh, monetize that. You're you're qualified for that, uh, Avenue, No doubt about it. Huh? Well, Bill, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate you sharing your thoughts. But it, it, it may be hard work, but it's also where the opportunities are. Well, there's I, so I would many. think there's you know, wonderful synergies you, know, you can Governor make Governor Lamont says, stop bashing Connecticut. I'm not bashing Connecticut. Connecticut's a terrific place, and, and we've got so much value. Look at the city of Bridgeport, Todd. If you were to tell somebody we got a deep water port midway between Boston and New York with one of the best universities right next to it, and I-95, major highway cutting through it, you should be able to make that work. Of course you can. But you, got, get a, you need to get rid of the corruption. You need to put some effort into it. You need to roll up your sleeve. Governor Mott floats like three miles above everything here. I'm going to be hands-on. He is I'm, so aloof. He really is. Yeah. I mean, Todd, I am so excited about tomorrow. I really am. Because we can wake up on Wednesday and start figuring out how we're going to fix this state. Well, another netism is optimism is contagious. Yeah, right. And so you're being very optimistic and, and positive and upbeat, and that's contagious too, and I think everyone's excited to hear you. So we will talk more. We'll get ourselves a traffic report, a weather update, and traffic as well. And then we'll talk more with Bob Stefanowski and Ben Proto, the head of the Republican Party in the state, will be here as well. 860-522-9842. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast.
WTIC Bob Stefanowski is here and joining us as well, Ben Proto, who is the head of the Republican Party in the state. Hello, Ben. Hello, Todd. Thank Wait a sec. Me. There we go. I think that's your button. Let's try it again. Hello, Todd. Yes. <laughs> Although. Yeah. Okay. I'm hearing some noise. Are you hearing that noise? No. Okay. I guess we're good. Um, so you guys were chatting about election stuff. Is that, that anything you wanted to bring up yeah, to people? Do you want to go through the absentees? I mean, it just shows a real lack of enthusiasm for Democrats. Sure. sure. You know, we're um, right. We get reports every Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, from the secretary's office as the Democrats and uh, some other folks. The secretary of state's office. Secretary of state's mm-hmm. office as to the number of applications that have been received, the number of ballots that have been sent out, the number of ballots that have been returned. And we're now we're sitting at about 130,000 ballots that have been returned. That's total from any party affiliation from any party affiliation okay. across the state um and uh, obviously you know i've heard from registrars and town clerks today there have been people they've been people going to the drop boxes and putting them in so we'll see more obviously between now and eight o'clock tomorrow night mm-hmm. uh, and in, in comparison obviously in 2020 which was an outlier because of covid where everyone had their ballot mailed to or their application i should say mailed to them not their ballot uh, there were well over 600,000 ballots that were returned in the general wow. election. And in 2018, uh, we're running roughly around the same. We'll be slightly ahead of where we were in 2018, but not by a lot. We were expecting substantially more ballots in 2022, given people kind of doing it in 2020 who had never done it before and going, hey, this is kind of easy to do and I don't have to go out and I can go do what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, and it and it didn't happen. And I've, I've said I think there's a number of reasons for that. I think people for the most part, like going to the poll if they can. They like going and casting their vote there for a number of reasons. One, it's a social event. Obviously, you get to see people. But the other thing is is that you can actually see your ballot go into the machine mm-hmm. uh, and know that it's gone through. And we believe they get counted, that yep. all of us, it goes through, it gets counted, as opposed to I got to put it in the mail or I got to put it in this box and then somebody's going to And you never it, really know what happens you never really know what happens to it. Um, so I, I think people uh, – prefer when possible to vote in person. Uh, I also think it shows a lack of enthusiasm on the Democrat side. And we're not only seeing that here in Connecticut, we're seeing that across the country. The motivational level and the energy, the energization, let's call it that level, among Republicans is substantially higher than it is among Democrats. Uh, So I think that bodes well for us, not only here in Connecticut, but across the country. Interesting. Bob, your thoughts on that? I, we, <clears throat> I've probably been to Bridgeport, Amy and I, a hundred times at least since the last election. And and what you hear is Ned Lamont came four years ago. He made a bunch of promises, and then we don't see him again until three days before the election. And you know what I think Republicans, Ben, and a lot of it's a credit to you, we've done a much better job of getting into the cities. They're not, they're, they don't love Lamont, but we've never shown them the alternative. And when we go in and say our alternative is jobs, our alternative is independence, our alternative is funding follows the child. They think, mm-hmm. Hey, those are great ideas. Yeah. And, alter- and they're more than willing to come our way, but we have to do a better job right. as Republicans. Well, that's low-hanging fruit, right? Absolutely. You go talk to people and they get to hear a new set of ideas. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and that, you know, we kind of lose sight of that, you know, as we're all sitting here on the break looking at our phones and we live on our phones and, and, and we kind of lose sight of the fact that politics is, a, is an industry that's driven on the personal touch and talking to people. Mm-hmm. That's why we tell candidates all the time, you got to go knock on doors. You have to look somebody in the eye and say, hi, I'm Bob Stefanowski and I'd like your vote. 
Yeah. You it, it, that's tremendously important. That's true in any sales job. We know that that when you sell, you have to talk to the person. Uh, so I think you know we're seeing that as we go into the cities and you know the RNC coming in and setting up our community center for us in New Britain that allowed us to go out into communities that we were not normally in and spend time in those communities and talk to them and you know Bob po- talked about a number of the issues a couple of the other issues that are tremendously important in the cities the crime and you know education and and parental rights they are everyone is concerned about that it, it is not something that's unique to the suburban towns. Parents, I don't care where you are, I don't care what your income level is, I don't care where you come from, what your race, your gender is, you care about your kids, you worry about your kids, you worry about their education, and they're beginning to see, and COVID opened that door, which Mm -hmm. none of us ever really had the opportunity to look into when we watched the screen in our kids' classroom to see what was going on. And I I think we're going to see a lot of that in this election when the people now have an opportunity to talk about and actually cast a vote and say, what you did was wrong. And we want a different way to do this. Well, there's a certain aloofness to the struggles that I think has become uh, obvious to people, apparent, that Democrats just ignore the fact that crime is going crazy because they're on the bad side of it. They don't want to accentuate it, right? But they're the ones who made it worse. And people are seeing that now and acting. I feel like we're just at an amazing moment in terms of the energy that the, is. The, the contrast, everybody thought 2018 was gonna be the year, right? This is it, it's the best year. Oh, excuse I, me one sec, I forgot to do a traffic okay. report here. <laughs> Let's go That's to, right. it's such good conversation. Hey, let them get lost. <laughs> Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Hey there, Mark. Enjoy. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Okay, let's take some phone calls. Bob Stefanowski is here, the head of the Republican Party in the state. Ben Proto is here as well. We've got Neil in Bristol. Thanks for your patience, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Excellent job, guys. Um, uh, Bob, I want to thank you for uh, uh, taking all my advice when we spoke (laughs) on this show back in April. thank you. (laughs) You are out there. I am so happy to see the campaign you ran. You are out there every day, everywhere, and I could not be more happy of uh, how you did this. Win, lose, or draw, you did an amazing job, and I know you worked really, really hard. I'm extremely optimistic. Ben, good job as well. Um, we just got to keep keep doing what this is. Whatever this is, we got to keep this thing rolling, and I'm just so happy for what you guys did. Neil, and what did you see specifically that's making you so pleased? He was out there. He's out there, out there, out there, out there, where maybe he, he stayed back. Everywhere I look, I, there's, there's Stefanowski. There's Stefanowski. There's, there's, you know, there's Lord Devlin. Everywhere I look, I, I live in Bristol, and I work in West Hartford, and, and I drive 84, and, but when I get off in, in uh, uh, West Hartford to get to my store, um, I'm seeing Stefanowski signs. I'm seeing Levy signs. I'm seeing... All I mean, it's like three to one. I'm seeing these things, and I've watched on Facebook. I've watched on uh, uh, um, uh, other media platforms. And Bob, you're just killing it. You are all over the state. And like I said, win, lose, or draw, you did your job, and I appreciate that. Neil, well, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you, yes, Neil. We, we got a great team. I got to give a shout out to Santino. He does all of our videos. He does an amazing job. Ben Proto, terrific job with the party, Ben. 
We get the benefits of it. Santino, tomorrow. like the great Santino, the Grand Santino. Santino. Yes, yeah. he's but. a video master. Ben, what do you um, want to throw in from the party point of view on this stuff? Uh, you know, I think when I when I came when I became chairman, one of the things I said I wanted to do was change the structure and the organization uh, and how we go about doing things. And and one of the the feedbacks that I get and. I, I hear a lot of what Neil just said about Bob, that he and Laura are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're very fortunate. You know, George Logan is everywhere. Uh, Leora is out everywhere. Our candidates are doing what they're but supposed to be doing. But this kind of pushing is what makes a campaign, right? Uh, absolutely. You know, the TV commercials are, are the TV commercials. And, you know, this morning I was on another radio station down out east, and there was a TV on. And they literally packaged nine commercials in a row, you know, to the point where we would have – a pro Bob commercial and anti Bob commercial, a pro Ned commercial <laughs> yeah. and anti back yeah. to back. Yeah. You can look at it. They have like the whole stop set. Exactly. They yeah. just put them in, ran them, and they're out. And, and I think people are now just tuning those out and they have an opportunity. And I've been with Bob now at a couple of rallies we've been at. And the excitement and the his, his willingness to embrace the public, which I think is something Ned has not done, um, is, is just. Uh, energizing beyond belief and more so than you know and and bob will tell you that it's not something he did very well in 2018 um and he's learned a lot and you know and i've i've said everywhere we've gone one of the things that i found most amazing about bob was during covid when ned could not find the protective uh, materials that we need and bob did and what did bob do he didn't call republicans say hey we can make political hay out of this he called everybody. He didn't care what your party affiliation was. He called Democrats, Republicans, unaffiliated. Said, I need help getting these out. Yeah. Mayors, first selectmen, state reps, state senators, congressmen. He didn't and care. hospitals. And hospitals. And that's, you know, I, I think tremendously important. Something we haven't had in Hartford in a long time is a governor who can has that ability to go to the other side and say, hey, guys, we need to get this done. Let's get it done because this is what the people need. Let's put politics aside. We can go have our political fights later on about things we have that are political. But the stuff we need to do, let's go do it. And I think Bob has shown that day in and day out for a number of years now, particularly, unfortunately, during COVID. He had to do that. We wish he hadn't, but he did. And he's been doing it on the campaign trail. And I think that's going to make a world of difference as we move forward. All right, let's grab uh, Rudy because I know this is uh, Bob's least uh, favorite part of the program when he's being complimented. Rudy, hey, hey, Todd. hey, Rudy. Um, there's there's big problems. I I just want to point out, um, Bob, you just mentioned you lost by forty thousand votes. Yes, but, sir. Uh, Foley lost by less in the last two elections before you, so yeah. you lost by a lot more than Foley did. Okay, and um. I, I like you, Bob, but there's a red sweep across the country right now and not in Connecticut. Well, Rudy, I respect your opinion, but I'll tell you you're dead wrong. We, oh, uh, I'm, not dead, I'm not dead wrong because there's a lot of conservatives in Connecticut that I, I talk to that are mad that you jumped into, like, gay pride and pro-life and there's topics you need to stay out of. You can't be a Charlie Baker and win. Yeah, you, come on, Rudy. This no, isn't no, productive I'm, right now. Let's. I'm, uh, I'm just. I'm just being honest. I. I have no. I have no stake in this game. Well, actually, you have a huge stake in this game, Rudy. I'm sorry, but you have a huge stake in this game. No, unless I'm, I'm you're planning on leaving the state of Connecticut. 
the way your schools are run, the way your government is run, both at the state level and the local level, that's your stake. Whether or not you can afford to pay your bills, that's your stake. Whether you afford to pay your taxes, that's your stake. And quite frankly, I'm going to say to all the conservatives out there, you need to come out and vote tomorrow. You need to come out and vote for Bob and Lori. You need to come out and vote for George and Jamie and Leslie and Mike and Larry and our ticket up and down. Because if you want to change this state, that's how you're going to do it. Because if you're going to sit home and do nothing, then you're going to get the same thing over and over again. So here's the deal, Rudy. Get your friends out to vote tomorrow and watch how quickly things change. Yes. I mean, that's what it's all about. Action. Chris in Plymouth, you're on WTIC, Bob Stefanowski, and we've got Ben Proto, the head of the Republican Party here as well. Hey, Chris. Well, Ben, by the hey. way, thank you for saying that, but I hope you understand that Rudy lives in Florida. Oh, is that Rudy from Florida? Okay. Oh, yes, he, oh all right. Okay. He uh, must know people in Connecticut he can call to come out to vote. Uh, well, he used to live here. Okay. Um, but anyways, you know what? He's active, and you know what? He makes a good voice. Um, I would like to say, Bob, thank you very much for running. I appreciate it, and you got my vote tomorrow no matter what. Thank you, sir. I appreciate um, that. You're welcome. And I am glad that you pointed out the half a percent of FML, paid MF, FMLA that comes out of my paycheck because I am not a state worker in the union or a federal worker in the union, and that is wrong. I already have it through the company, which is private, and I have paid FMLA, but I still have to pay the half percent, and they don't have to. You need to push that, too. Yeah, well, first of all, it just, to the point earlier, I don't think it's going to stay at that rate because there's more people yeah. using it than people paying in. They've built a huge bureaucracy around it with a, another government department. And quite honestly, it's the most liberal plan in the entire country. So it's one of the first things we're going to dig into, see if it's working, see if it's not working, because we can't afford to tax people. That's a tax. That half a percent is a tax. We already have 340 taxes. We don't need any more. So we're going to look at it. And let me tell you, when, when Democrats write policy like this, they don't understand what they're doing because when they wrote this policy and they put it in place, what they didn't understand was that if you have disability insurance, you don't get the coverage because you have paid FMLA, uh, which may or may not be what you need. Uh, and the coverage that you're paying for, for your disability coverage, they're going to wait till your FMLA runs out, which is 12, I believe, 12 weeks. So they, they now realize that they have a problem. Uh, the disability companies have been telling folks who have been applying for disability, because remember, pregnancy is considered a disability. Yeah. Um, sorry, uh, we know you paid it, but we're not going to pay your claim. So Go talk to your state. They wait the state out first. They wait the state out first. Interesting. But you keep paying your premium. 860-522-9842. Vicki, hello there. You're on with Bob, and Ben Proto is here as well. Hi, how are you? Hi, Vicki. It's so great to talk to you. Um, I am so hopeful that you will be our next governor. Thank you. And that we can correct some of these issues. Now, I am a business owner in Connecticut, and so I fall prey to all of these insidious little taxes, like the half percent the previous gentleman was talking about. Not only is it sometimes unnecessary for people to have to do that, but it also is a cost for a small business like myself to have to administer this, to take it out of everybody's mm -hmm. paycheck, to mail it in. But that wasn't the main reason for my call. The main reason for my call is, I don't know if you know how absolutely messed up 
the state is as far as their unemployment and how they're paying unemployment out. I am part of a program that used to work. It was called, it's called WorkShare. And so at our slow times, the state will allow us to dip into the unemployment and help our employees get paid. They pay the, you know, the difference in the percentage of the hours worked versus what they normally work. And that helps us retain people when we're slow. And we love the program. And previously it worked fairly well. But lately, somebody hired someone to do a system that they obviously were in over their heads because it has not worked for months, and I mean months and months. So I have people that have not been paid, and I know that if you've seen any of the forums, there are many, many people that have not been paid. And I don't know who they hired to do this, but it is completely inefficient. And the other inefficiencies I wanted to mention are I have about seven or eight logins for all of the various taxes and things that as a business that we have to pay, which is incredible. It's like, why don't, why isn't there one page? We're running short on time, Vicki, so bring it around to a point you want to make to Bob or a question or what have you. Well, I want to, I want to find out if he's going to look into this to create some more efficiencies and to try to reduce some of this burden on business. Bob is actually anti-efficiency, I think, so he won't be looking into any of those. (laughs) No, we have to. Uh, I mean, one of the, we have over uh, 300, and 40 taxes and fees, the bottom 200 generate less revenue than it costs to administer them. And to your point, it's choking small business. Day one, we're gonna stop collecting the bottom 200 fees. Imagine the administrative burden that goes away. We're gonna have net savings because we're gonna save more cost than the revenue they brought in. So we're gonna help you guys. All right, we've got a minute left. Closing thoughts? I'm gonna let Ben talk, but for me, Todd, this shouldn't be a real hard decision for people. You've got a Democratic legislator chair for 40 years. You've had 12 years of a Democratic governor. We've got the highest crime we've seen in a long time, highest utility bills in the country, second highest taxes in the country. Laura Devlin and I have laid out a plan. We're gonna give three billion of that, that slush fund back. We're gonna turn the state around. Even if you don't love everything I have to say or you don't love me, isn't it time to try something different? We've got a plan. We can reverse it. We're going to have a big day tomorrow, Ben. we got some other really important races as well. Absolutely, Bob. And, and look, I've, I've said this you know, since we started this back in January. The people of Connecticut, voters of Connecticut, you have a choice. You have a choice to change directions, to change the people making the decisions, to change the policies in place. Or you can continue and body the definition of insanity. If you think Ned Lamont and the Democrats in Hartford, the Democrats in Washington, are going to magically change on January because they won an election and they're going to stop taxing you and they're going to stop putting administrative burdens on you and they're going to stop making Connecticut unaffordable, then I, I, I don't know what you're drinking, but I don't want any of it. That is some out-of-control <laughs> optimism. And it really is. Ben Proto, head of the Republican Party in the state of Connecticut. Bob Stefanowski, the next governor, perhaps, of the state of Connecticut. We'll find out tomorrow. Big, exciting day. Thank you for all the work you've put into this uh, moment, and it's going to be fun to watch it play Thanks out. Thanks for the platform you've given me, Todd. I've probably been on 100 times in the last four years. you got terrific listeners. I'm asking for your vote tomorrow. I'm asking you to come out. Vote Republican. You need to do it. we got to turn this state around. All righty. Thank you both. We are off to the traffic center, the BPS traffic center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 